You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This Is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode up in Stillwater today. Um, really fun episode today. You're going to hear a lot about um, family business. A business has been around for you know such a long time. It's you know it, it's a Stillwater institution. I'll just say that much. Um, but Chad Watkins is on the podcast with me today to talk about his family business. Uh, Dupree. I mean, it's on it's on the strip. You'll know it. You've seen it. You've probably bought things from here. I mean, even if you're not an OSU fan, you probably know what this place is. Uh, but Chad, thanks so much for having me today. Excited to share family story and you know dive into you know the history of this business because like like we were saying, chatting before we started recording, it's been around for so long, um, and a really neat story behind it. Um, so thanks for having me and excited to share the story. But before we do dive into the business, tell me a little bit about you. What's kind of like your Oklahoma story? Let's see. Well, I am fifty. Two years old, grew up here in Stillwater. Um, uh, Dupree's has been around since 1966, so a while. And a lot of people ask if my last name's Dupree, but yeah. um, a gentleman by the name of Gordon Dupree started it. Um, who he was a all-American wrestler here at Oklahoma State and mm-hmm. real involved with the athletic department. So when he started the business, he had a, a lot of ends and knew a lot of people. So, and of course, our location is great, right down here by campus and stuff. So, yeah. uh, got a great location, and he owned it until like 1982, and that's when my dad bought it from him. And my dad uh, took it over in '82 and ran it until 1998, and then turned it over to me and my brother. And 1998. Yeah. So, uh, grew up here in Stillwater. Went to Stillwater High School as a pioneer, and mm-hmm. then went to OSU. And so I, I bleed blue and orange here. In the city of Stillwater. It's, uh, um, I feel pretty lucky. It's a, it's a great town, great people. So yeah. just feel blessed to be here. Definitely. And this has been one of the better years, right, to be an OSU football fan anyway. Yeah, definitely been a great year to be a football fan, and that sure helps business a lot. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So so growing up then, this has kind of always been, you know, in in and around your life, whether it was your dad working here or or taking over the business and the family owning it. I mean, what what are you, I guess your earliest memories of kind of the store and and stuff like that? Well, I I remember obviously coming down here as a little boy all the time and getting the first picket, the the latest and greatest shoes that had come out, which was always kind yeah. of fun to take. But my dad probably used me as a little bit of a marketing tool, so I would get the new stuff and take it to school, and a lot mm-hmm. of my friends would see it and say, "I've got to have those too." So, yeah. uh, but it was it was always neat being around. Uh, sporting goods because we're you know grew up in athletics and mm-hmm. we're big fans and get to see and meet a lot of OSU people right. 
famous athletes that come in here and been a part of it and uh, had some famous employees along the way. Garth, Garth Brooks worked here back in yeah. the 80s, so he's probably our most famous employee. But the, the, the story I like to tell is when I was a senior in high school, we had a Dupree's mm -hmm. uh, softball team, Breck softball team, and uh, it had Garth Brooks and Bill Self on it. So <laughs> quite, quite a quite a wreck softball team yeah, I was involved yeah. with. So do we have a Dupree Hall of Fame or Wall of Fame anyway? I, I need to do that. But that would uh, be we, awesome, we don't, right? We don't, but we should because yeah. we've, we've had some famous people come through here for sure. Yeah, so. definitely. And and you know we we'll talk about it more. I'm sure at the end of the podcast. But you know we just we have a shared love of golf, and obviously you know when I saw Ricky just wearing that T-shirt that just said Stilly on it, I'm like I need one of those T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Ricky, Ricky's been great for our store. He really has been a great ambassador. He's mm. everything you see is what you get with Ricky. I mean, he just is just solid. He's he you know he's texted us a couple times during the pandemic to mm -hmm. see if we needed any help with anything or uh, if there's anything you could do. And you know we came up with a uh, a Pete face mask uh, that had Pete. Pistol Pete's mustache on it, and mm -hmm. he said, "Hey, send me a few of those, and I'll I'll wear them and promote them for you." And he he did at, yeah. at a couple of golf tournaments, big golf tournaments, and people saw him. And awesome. of course, we sold bunches of them because of him. So we're yeah. we're well thankful to have him in our lives. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's been neat. So so growing up then, knowing that kind of like I guess at the time when you were growing up, how old were you when Dad took over the business? Let's see, I was probably 15 years old. Okay. When, when took so over. at that point then, you're 15, 16, 17, when, you, when, you know, when your dad's taking over the business, you're going through high school. Are you thinking, you know, obviously I'm going to go to OSU. What is your kind of career path and an idea at that time? You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do for sure. I, I didn't think that I actually wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. um, it um, When I went to college... I I was really I want, kind of wanted to get in the restaurant business. So, mm -hmm. just out of college, I uh, ended up opening a, a, a New York bagel shop in Wichita, Kansas, mm -hmm. and ended up opening three or four of those in Wichita. Okay, and uh, was in the bagel business for a while, and then they went public, and I sold out, mm -hmm. and um, didn't know what I was going to do at that point. So, um, my you know I thought my dad was getting to the age that he was thinking about retirement. So mm -hmm. uh, he just asked if I was interested in coming back down here. And I, and I thought, you know, it's yeah. this time. But I, I was glad I went out and did my own thing for a while because right. it, it, I learned a lot of life lessons, you know, just uh, being out on my own mm -hmm. for a while. So Yeah, that's one thing that we've kind of been a recurring thing that people have said on the podcast. That a lot of family businesses that I've had on the podcast, some of the guys have said, you know, I'm the same thing. Like either our parents encouraged us to leave, to go out and do our own thing, you know, because there's there's always that safety net of, mm -hmm. hey, we have a family business, I can always go back. Right. But also, like, I guess you get, you're more self-fulfilled, and I think you probably get a little bit more respect from others knowing that you've gone out and done your own thing and then returned as well. You bet. I think, I mean, I'm, I think it worked out perfectly for me, really. Mm -hmm. I, I, like I said, I learned a lot being out on my own and, and doing my own thing. And, and I, you know, I think there is some self gratification yeah. and that, hey, I could have done something else had I needed to, but right. this was a great safety net for sure. Yeah. So. so what makes you then, do you, do, so do you go to, to OSU to do restaurant management, restaurant 
based kind of degree? I did. Okay. I, I did uh, some Helltone restaurant mm-hmm. degree and, 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 uh, you know, I really enjoyed. It. I still enjoyed it, but it's it's funny because a lot of people that enjoy cooking and yeah. and doing that kind of stuff. Once it becomes work, it's not as fun anymore. So yeah. that's one of the realizations uh, of life. You know, I think that uh, uh, sometimes when you think you love something, when it's when it becomes a job, uh, it's not as much fun. I've, yeah. I'm pretty good friends with a golfer named Bill Glass and was on the PGA Tour for mm-hmm. years and years. And I told him one time, I said, man, you are the luckiest guy in the world. You get to play golf for a living. And he, yeah. he told me, I'd rather mow the yard than play <laughs> golf. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, I guess anything like is like that. Once it becomes a right. job, sometimes you lose the enjoyment. Of it, yeah, so, and that traveling can get old, right? Oh, yeah. Being away all the time, away from family. I mean, it's The it's grass is always greener. Always. Sure. No, you're so, right. Uh, so why... Why, why the bagel business and why Wichita, Kansas? Well, the um, they, they the New York Bagel Shop had started off here in Stillwater, okay. and they had a couple of locations. Gotcha. And um, the you know the guys that started it, um, I was friends with, mm-hmm. and they had approached me about interested in franchising okay. off yeah, yeah, and yeah. and starting, and they had, they branched off into Oklahoma City and Tulsa and Wichita was kind of the next closest place and so um, all the ones in Stillwater and Oklahoma City and Tulsa were successful and it was kind of a niche at the time and um, so we gave it a go and it was successful for a while and then the uh, low carb the low carb diet came around and it it, uh, kind of took a bite out of business a little bit I think Uh, and uh, anyway the bagel shops they went Public and they ended up. I, I don't know. They had probably forty locations all over yeah. the United States at one time uh, when they went public with it. But uh, it just kind of. Uh, and I don't know. It was you know a combination of um, some bad business decisions and just that overall sure. people didn't think bagels were as healthy as they once did. Maybe because of the, all the carbs in them uh, yeah. that the, they weren't. They didn't last. So, but yeah. I had, I had sold mine in Wichita back to them. When they went public, so mm-hmm. I was kind of out of that business by the time they they yeah. folded. So. Yeah. So so at that when when you go to make that decision to move to Wichita, you're in the bagel business, and you met your wife at that point. I I met her my um, I was a senior in college. She was a okay. sophomore in college. So we had met and, and kind of started dating then. Mm-hmm. And uh, after my senior year, I moved to Wichita, and she had two more years. She finished up here at school, and then yeah. she moved to Wichita with me, and got married. So That's awesome. Been and married for, gosh, twenty nine years. Now? Yeah, twenty eight years. Ninety three. Whatever. How many yeah, years yeah. So. Definitely. That's. Uh, I was born in ninety. So yeah, whatever that. I mean, it's. Gosh, long 28 time. years I've yeah. been married. So. That's awesome. Uh, so, so then you know, you know, the kind of dad's wanting to retire, and, and you know, you have that phone call and think, you know what? Yeah, I will come home. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's kind of still what like when you do return, and, and kind of you know, I, I assume nothing. You have probably felt like you're just putting on an old glove, right? Nothing's changed. Well, it, you know what. Stillwater hadn't changed a ton at that point. It's mm-hmm. it's changed more in the last ten years than probably did the first yeah. forty years of my life that I lived here. Uh, but it hadn't changed a whole lot. Uh, the my dad, when while I was gone, did double the size of the store. Okay. So the store when I worked here in college was about half the size it is now. But uh, there was. Uh, some people may remember um, a bar called uh, what was the name of it? I, 
it was an Italian food restaurant sure. here on the end, and my dad purchased it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was called Antonio's, and um, uh, we expanded. So the store was bigger, mm-hmm. and the um, part of the reason we were able to do that is yeah. because uh, dad had, you know, that was about the same time Garth Brooks mm-hmm. was starting his concerts, and he had given us the opportunity to print a bunch of his concert oh, shirts. Wow. So we were printing a bunch of his concert shirts and making a little bit of money off that. Yeah. So uh, we're able to save up some money and purchase the buildings and expand. Yeah. Thanks to Garth. Thanks, yeah, what a exactly. blessing that is, right? Right. Yeah. So so you come back then, the stores doubled. Um, you know, at that obviously at the time, social media is not really a thing, right? Like the, it's just word of mouth. People on campus know where to go. There's probably not that much competition for you at that point in, right. in the town mm-hmm. compared to now everyone's buying online. There's eight different shops you can buy stuff at mm-hmm. um, and all different logos and stuff. What, I guess when you came in and, and you know, you always kind of have that, you're the next generation of business, right? So you're coming in with new ideas. Was there any kind of like you and dad, you know, talking about stuff and dad's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or was he ready to just like, it's up to you now, you, you know, know, go for it. He, he pretty much left us alone okay. and let us, you know, do our things. We didn't hesitate to ask for his advice yeah. when we thought we needed it. But um, we tried to leave him alone. You know, it's uh, we wanted him to be able to enjoy his retired life. Yeah. We tried not to bother him with any of our stresses. You know, we, mm-hmm. it's like... Maybe grandkids, you always tell them about all the good things and never tell them about the bad right. things, you yeah. know, just because you want them to, to always be happy. So, mm-hmm. but uh, if we had a problem or a question, we didn't hesitate to ask him. But otherwise, you know, he let us kind of do our own thing. Yeah. And you were printing, uh, you said the high school stuff and OSU stuff at that point. But then, like I said, you were doing goth shirts and, and, and was that kind of just it? Or were you breaking out to doing anybody's uh, like, what I'm thinking is people's like, you know, they they give you a design. They say, "Hey, can you design twenty shirts for us?" Will you do? Do you do that? As sure, well? okay. you bet. You bet. We do everything. And and the nice part about Stillwater is it's such a, um, you know, we have so many kids that come through here and they'll right. order shirts maybe for their fraternity or sorority, mm-hmm. and then they graduate and then they go to work for yeah. somebody in Dallas or or Houston or whatever, mm-hmm. and and they'll call us back just because they're familiar with us yeah. and keep buying shirts from us from whatever company you know they're working with now. So, Right. We're able. We were able to expand, and I, I think mostly, hopefully, through a, you know good work ethic mm-hmm. and you know being uh, uh, you know trying to do the best we can always and getting yeah. that reputation and uh, you know been able to expand right. because of that and constantly building a relationship. You know, like I said, Ricky's calling. You know, you're, you're building a relationship with the people who have either bought stuff from you, have worked here. And, you know, no matter where they are, I mean, there's people who don't go on to be like the Garth Brooks or the Ricky Fowler or Hovland or whoever that, that you know, that studied OSU, but they go on to just, like I said, down to Dallas and they're in a business. Like, it's, it, you know, you cater to everybody, but it's like the Oklahoma thing, isn't it? It's just be nice to people and yeah, they'll exactly. respect that and you, you provide a good service and they can rely on you. That's 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 our motto, hopefully. I mean, that's what we've yeah. tried to do over the years, just try to treat people like we'd like to be treated. So. Mm-hmm. Do you have any family working in the store with you now? Yeah, my brother and I both have okay. operated. So my brother's a partner with me, 50-50. So we've been doing this since 98 and Damn. haven't had too many knockdown, drag-out fights. I think we, we uh, 
uh, are very good complements of each other. Mm -hmm. I'm a little more progressive, and he's a little bit more um, maybe not so. You know, yeah. and we and, but we never argue mm -hmm. about anything. Both of us are laid back enough that uh, we you know throw our ideas out there, and we can usually meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. What's been I guess the biggest change that you've noticed kind of over the years that you and your brother you know took over from dad. Well, the, the um, obviously there's a lot more competition right. in the business, but uh, the you know when we first took over, there was you know the what we like to think uh, shirts were kind of basic. They just mm -hmm. were had OSU on them or Oklahoma State, yeah. and we've really got into the you know hiring graphic designers that have kind of tried to jazz up mm -hmm. the design and and uh, try to make shirts so that. You know, everybody doesn't all. Everybody doesn't look the same. We offer something a little bit different that's yeah. unique uh, from other people's designs. And OSU's been real good. That was another thing when we first took over. There was no. I mean, you could print whatever you want wanted, mm -hmm. and, and you didn't have to answer to anybody. But now right. we have to send every design that we do to OSU licensing for their approval yeah. and now pay a royalty on it, which didn't used to exist, too. So, yeah. uh, but, uh, so those are some of the major changes, really, in our business. But it's good. We, I mean, we work hand-in-hand -hand with OSU, and, and I get it. I mean, they, yeah, I mean of it's their logo, and we're making money off of it. So mm -hmm. you know, they deserve a cut of it, and, and uh, we, we feel like we're helping, and we, we like sure. to help OSU. So. Yeah. Was it, I guess, when, that, when the licensing came about, you guys, I assume, were probably kind of grandfathered in because you've been doing it so long. Whereas people who are trying to open up, you know, like similar business to you or a comp competing business to you, it's a lot harder for them to get the licensing now. I, 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 I would assume so. so anyway. I would assume so. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how OSU, I'm sure they you right. know, look at each business, mm -hmm. you know, and see. You know, if they've already got people in that town selling or, sure. or I don't know exactly how they handled it. But obviously, since we'd been doing it for yeah, so yeah. long, they we were and were local that we were grandfathered in. But right. we still all the royalties applied to us just like they do anybody else. Yeah. So. Well, and a lot of people don't know probably don't know the difference but like there was i had elise wade on the podcast last year elise road bullet a couple of years ago and she was saying that even her she had to go through certain licensing because it was either like athletic licensing or it was the school's licensing separately they're two separate things right and wow. it, and she said it was like you know with all the ncaa stuff going on and it was really tough difficult just as a student to say which picture she can post and what she can't post mm. and because she was making money on it as well as a, you know on instagram or whatever it is like right. you know it's it's mad it is. It's a mess. I mean, it's ever changing. Obviously, yeah. with the new NIL deal, and we're still trying to feel our way through right. that whole whole mess. Yeah. But uh, and, you know, you've got uh, athletes that are coming down here now that want to make a, a t-shirt design mm -hmm. that is, has their name, image, or likeness to it, and yeah. and trying to figure out what you can do and what you can't do. And so it's been it's been a challenge, but it's yeah. uh, it's uh, I mean, there's obviously it opens up some doors for some opportunities to sell more T-shirts. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I guess in the years past, it's mostly been football players or quarterbacks that have kind of wanted to make their money or, or should have made money for them because they were you know effectively making a ton of money for the school. But now you've got athletes all over, right? You know, right. wrestling's massive here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, golf is huge. You know, you got some golfers coming down here, or like I said, like a Matt Wolf or Victor who didn't even finish school right. because they were, you know, phenoms, right? And you're right. like, 
go for it. And yeah. you know, if if this NHL deal was NIL deal was around when they were in school, or you know, when um, you know, who knows how much they yeah, could have made? Yeah. It's, it's it's mad, crazy. isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. So I've, I'm hearing stories left and right about you know how much players getting played. In it. And I'm yeah. hearing about schools getting burned on them yeah. too. So it's it's going to be interesting to see if if at any time somebody has to step in and kind of right. see how you can. Um, I don't know. Just monitor this a little bit sure. better. Right now, it's just it's going crazy. It's the wild west it's right wild now. Wild west isn't right it? now for yeah. sure. Yeah, I remember. You know, you're seeing football players get given cars and trucks, and I mean, I you know, with the with the football team so big. It's got to create some diversion between the team, right? Because yeah. you've got some guy who's probably blocking for a quarterback, right? right? right. And he ain't getting anything. Right, right. And the quarterback's making, you know, yeah. six figures. Just It's, it's going to be, yeah, you're going to have to balance all and this out. And they're kids, isn't they? Yeah, you know, like, it's, yeah, yeah so, I always think about that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's crazy. It that, is crazy. So it's going to be an interesting next three or four years yeah, in yeah. college athletics, for sure. I'm yeah. so anxious to see how it all kind of pans out. No doubt. For you, then, what has been some of your great moments as a, either a business owner or just a fan of you know of, of this town and this team and this school? Well, just you know that the first uh, you know the memories of bowl games. I'm, my family's been to almost every bowl mm-hmm. game in the last fifteen years. Now we've yeah. been to a bowl game, so that's that's exciting. We love that the football team's so consistently good it obviously helps with business right. and and more people come to town on game days and stuff and we love the you know what everything Boone Pickens did for mm-hmm. Oklahoma State has helped Stillwater immensely yeah. um, you know Gallagher Iba being so much bigger and nicer in the yeah. football field obviously being so nice and uh, uh, the um, final four in 95 was mm-hmm. a, a I mean was my my oldest son was actually born in between the Sweet Six or the Elite Eight game, I think, in the Final Four game, and I, yeah. I made my wife leave the hospital a day before she was supposed to, <laughs> so we could come home and watch, watch the, the watch game. the Final Four. So Brilliant. anyway, yeah, and so it's some you know you just create great you know friendships and memories and a lot of the athletes come in here and you get to know them and you love to see them go on to play pro sports and be successful and and good people in society so right yeah you know and and the great thing you know it's great to watch these kids right because they are kids really mm-hmm. uh, you know go on and do amazing things and be in the NFL or be playing you know MLB or golf or wherever they are um, and even business they don't have to be that but and they just have such a pride for for the school that they went to mm-hmm. and even on someone like my in my case that you know I didn't go to Oklahoma State I'm not from Oklahoma but as a fan I kind of have that as well right and it's really cool to and the one thing I noticed when I started traveling was that anywhere they anywhere that you go and this doesn't happen back home this only happens in the states anywhere that somebody travels from they always wear like their school or their city or wherever like they always wear those colors when they travel mm-hmm. I'm like why do they do that like <laughs> And now I get it, yeah. right? Because you're prideful. You know, you, you yeah. just you have a sense of, you know, just you just want to show that, hey, I'm from, I'm from, you know, I'm an Oklahoma State fan. Or I'm from Oklahoma, or you know, whatever. Like it's, it's really cool. And then for you, like you get to facilitate that because most of them are either calling you up and saying, hey, can you ship me some stuff, mm-hmm. or they're coming in here and grabbing stuff before they go home for the holidays. That's right. So yeah, it's yeah, it's it's great. I mean, you know, people like Ricky Fowler and and Victor are just such great ambassadors mm-hmm. for Oklahoma state and 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 
it, you, you just you, you make you feel good that they're out there representing Stillwater and Oklahoma yeah. State the way they do. So. So when I guess the social media kicks off and, and, and you know media is out there and Facebook and everything, um, was there like a, a kind of you know like a, a pinch me moment when you see somebody who you've known has been wearing your stuff for a long time, but the media actually gets them? Is there a moment like that? You get a phone call from your brother or from family and say, "Hey, guess guess who's in our shit?" and he's on TV. Yeah, we, I mean, we we do that quite often. You know, we'll see you know Mike Gundy wearing one of our shirts on Twitter or yeah. something like that. Or uh, Ricky obviously was probably one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. That, that he talked about the Stilly yeah. shirt that he made famous, and he he would wear it quite often, and and he he mm-hmm. would tweet out, "Hey, you know, look yeah. at the shirt I got at Dupree Sports," and and we would get hundreds of people in here buying it and yeah. it, you know it it uh and i'm not the most tech savvy person in the world so i, yeah. I i'm just barely into twitter with all this new instagram and uh whatever yeah. else tiktok and all the other yeah, stuff TikTok, yeah, 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 yeah i can't even keep up with that stuff yeah. anymore so that's what it's probably about time for me to retire because <laughs> i don't I, the twitter is about as far as i'm gonna go right. probably so and this yeah. is my first podcast ever yeah. so well, we appreciate that yeah, for sure betcha. so yeah it, uh, it's ever growing is probably outgrowing me for sure yeah but, uh so so talking i guess with you know moving on social media kind of as the business progresses you know like said dad made it bigger and and you know you're getting orders and and now you're shipping stuff online or you're shipping stuff all over it's so much easier to sell an item and to send it now than it was probably when you started and obviously when dad started um you know and you've got worldwide worldwide reach now from from stillwater which you know growing up you're like this is, you know, we might be sending stuff all around the world. That's crazy to think that, but yeah. the ability to do that now is is so awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. We we hooked we got hooked up with a company called Order My Gear, mm-hmm. and they're kind of our uh, online store presence. And yeah. it, it's it's a neat way because we'll we'll develop a store for for instance, we just did one for Oklahoma State softball mm-hmm. for all its fans, and um, we sold over sixteen thousand dollars worth of merchandise. Yeah. On, and you know, they take the store and they send it out to all their fans all over the United States, mm-hmm. and they people go online and buy buy the right. gear, and it uh, it's a lot different than I mean, I, I could never get sixteen thousand right. worth of people walking in here to buy softball stuff. Yeah. So it just it makes you know. Um, and it's, being it's, able it's to a reach thumb tap, people, isn't yeah, it, with exactly. their phone now. It's not so, even the time to go into yeah. the. Don't it makes it easier for them. Makes it easier for us. So right. it's just it makes business easier. Now the the hard part is finding inventory right now right. to uh, to uh, actually screen print. But uh-huh. it, it uh, you know once things get back to a little bit more normal, mm-hmm. uh, we're excited with uh, the possibilities for sure. Yeah. On average, what I guess over the years has been kind of like. Would you say that, you know, like how many items would you screen print a year on average? Gosh. Or even a month, just to give us a, a, a ballpark figure. Oh, I mean, I would say we probably screen print on the average of about uh, 500 items a day. Wow. If that gives you an instance. Yeah. So, um, but That's amazing. We'll, we'll do, typically we'll do about, you know, 
an average of about eight different orders of organizations, and they probably mm-hmm. average, you know, seventy-five T-shirts yeah. per order. So, when so w- when you had was there ever a time where you outsourced that, or has it always been in-house? We, I mean, sometimes when we get, you know, this this week we've been working all on all the uh, bowl stuff for yeah. the football team. We're doing all the gear that all the football players are going to wear mm-hmm. down in Arizona. So, and we were already backed up. So we have a place, uh, Greenhouse Graphics, okay. over in Tulsa, yeah. that will uh, do backup work for us sometimes. Yeah. We have to outsource it. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nice problem. It's to a have, nice problem. Right? It yeah. is for sure. So. How how do you I guess how does that relationship with the school you know how like how of all the places that are in town was it because you guys were kind of the original I one and that so. relationship was already built yeah, I think it was just built from the yeah. start you know and they and like I said we've always tried to treat them right and right. do good work for them so they've never had we've never given them a reason to yeah. go somewhere else hopefully so yeah. and I think you know that's one thing about OSU people they, I mean there's a lot of loyalty there mm-hmm. they know that uh, my family's season ticket holders and yeah. every sport up there and they, they want to try to help the people that are helping them right. so no that makes sense and it's really cool to just kind of build that relationship over the years and know that it's a I mean it's as local as the family local as it gets right, right. you know like you guys have been here for a long time and, yeah. and you know like talking to Mr. Dupree you started the business mm-hmm. and you guys have taken over and kind of continued the legacy which is really neat mm-hmm. I'm sure they really appreciate that you then can. you know loyalty's huge isn't it yeah and, oh, and, it, I mean it I, they know that if something's wrong, we'll fix it. And yeah, we're yeah. just not going to go hide somewhere. And, and we're right here next door to them, so mm-hmm. they can get it done in a hurry. And there's a lot of that goes on that, you know, last minute, hey, this just came in from Nike. We we need it done tomorrow, and we yeah. get it done for them, you know. And there's just not a lot of other places that could probably do that for them. So. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned, obviously, you know, Garth Brooks used to work here. Um uh, do you have any, I guess, over the years of, of people, you know, there's many more people you've had work here, but over the years, uh, do you have any funny stories that come to mind, not just of Garth, but of others who have worked here and, and just, you know, things people listening to would be like, oh, I remember that name. I know that person. I'm trying to think if, you know. Ones that you're allowed to tell, I right, guess. Right, right. <laughs> what's, 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 what's this rated? Is this yeah, PG or, yeah. or I can edit anything. There you go. So, yeah. um, you know, some of the funnier Garth Brooks stories, um, when I was a sophomore in college, he, he when he was first getting started, he had a concert in Dixon, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. that we uh, all loaded up all the employees in a bus and drove down to to watch him. And uh, we got down there, and Garth was performing, and some me and a few of my college buddies, they were doing the Cotton Eye Joe or something out on the floor, and we thought we'd get out there and give it a go and I, I guess some of the locals didn't appreciate our rendering that we so a big barroom brawl broke out and yeah. Garth was in the middle of it all and I think I'm banned from Dixon Oklahoma now I, I, I haven't checked it's been about 30 years but yeah. uh, I may they may still have a wanted poster up there for me and my buddies that's so went good. into went into Dixon Oklahoma so but you know it's it, it was great to see Garth 
you know, re- rise. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played at Willie's, which is right a little bar right across the street. Yeah. And we'd, we'd go over there and, and watch him after work a lot and, and knew he was talented, mm-hmm. but it's just amazing how big he's become. So he seems like the same old Garth to us. So That's good. Another guy kind of like Ricky Fowler. I mean, what you see is what you get. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have any of them been back recently? Garth is probably hadn't been here for about five years, I would guess. He had a daughter that played soccer here. And so he came in about five years ago and was in town visiting her and brought Trisha with him. So I got to meet Trisha. And... um, uh, Ricky, it's, I think it's been about a year since he, yeah. he usually tries to come in once a year around, usually around OSU fo- football homecoming sure. time. So, but I don't think he was in this year. So it's, it may have been a, maybe a year and a half or so since we've seen Ricky. Yeah. But they, they try to stop back by every now and then. So That's cool to have yeah. that relationship and just know them just as who they are, right? Not right. just as everyone sees them on social media or in the internet, like, oh my gosh, it's Garth Brooks or Ricky. It's like, no, it's just just one of the guys yeah. right or yeah. you know whoever yeah. it's yeah. it's really cool to see that and have that relationship yeah. and you know, said Oklahoma standard I think even though Ricky's yeah. from California he He's feels Oklahoma, like an Okie yeah. for, to me for sure yeah so. definitely well and he's I mean just recently had a little little kid right yeah had a little daughter yeah so just recently yeah and I texted him congratulated him didn't expect to right. hear back from him but he texted me right back said thanks a lot Chad so yeah. just, he didn't he didn't have to do that but he I mean he right. he was nice enough to send him some baby gear yeah he's, I, uh, he's I, I definitely good. will yeah. I definitely will so, uh, I was I've walk that fine line. I don't want him to think that I'm trying to yeah, market yeah. myself. Hey, hey, by the way, hey, by yeah. the way, can you put this post this? So yeah. I, I, I want him to know that, that, you know, we like and respect him for who he is and right. not for what he's done for us. We just appreciate what he's done for us. So. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, moving forward then, I guess, you know, what, what's kind of like, I guess you're, you know, obviously you're going to keep doing what you're doing, but kind of future plans and, and where you want it, where you'd like to see the business and maybe for you an exit strategy so you can go play more golf yeah <laughs> you know I, I don't know it, it, I'm starting to get to the, be that age you know where we're starting to talk about it. I've got a 27 year old son a 22 year old son and a 21 year old daughter and um, I don't know that any of them are interested in the business and my brother has four kids and, but they're a little bit younger his oldest is uh, 19 mm-hmm. so I've probably got about four or five more years in and I, you know, we we don't have an exact plan yet, but we're obviously probably going to do it a lot like my dad did. I'd like yeah. for my kids to go out and try some other things, and if mm-hmm. they want to come back here and do this, it'll be here for them. But yeah. uh, I don't feel I don't want to you know pressure them to feel like they have to do it. Right. And if we get to the last child and nobody wants to be in inter- it, you know, yeah. involved, then we'll cross that bridge when we come to it and sell it to a stranger I guess right. like yeah. Mr. Dupree did basically so yeah. um, but we'll see we want to keep it around in in the family for as long as ever somebody might be interested mm-hmm. in it yeah as far as I guess items I mean you know like I said the, the, the stores doubled in size and that you know when you go to doing so many you know 500 screens a day I mean you're doing so much stuff is there any items out there that I guess really shocked you that really flew off the shelf that you were just like ah we've got to put this out because it just says this but is there any like kind of surprises you had or any moments that as a business owner you're like eh, I know, you know this is a risk for us and it kind of really paid off about it's probably been about 10 or 12 years ago we just we did a design that was just 
kind of the outline of Pete's face, yeah. uh, big across the shirt. And, and you know, I was in my 40s at the time, and I didn't think it was, I was like, oh, yeah. this is not going to work. But we, we put it, you know, I, I lean on my younger, because, yeah. you know, we, we have a, obviously a lot of college kids that live around us, so that's a, a big chunk of our clientele so and that's who we try to cater to so i let the uh, young kids kind of dictate that i learned from that shirt you yeah. know that hey they know what's what's cool i i don't even begin to try to <laughs> try to be cool anymore so <laughs> that that ship has sailed for sure yeah, yeah, so. yeah. uh finally then what well, i know we touched on some of the best moments for you um but obviously other than a national championship in football what would you know do you going forward what would be i guess the pinnacle for you as this business owner to have somebody either in an item or going you know what 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 kind of would be just if this happened then i i mean i could re- retire tomorrow well you know and, and this may happen but i would love to see Garth come back and play at mm. Boone Pickens Stadium on one of the stadium tours. Yeah. I know it's out there that he doesn't want to do it, but I've still got high hopes that he'll yeah. he'll make a an appearance back in Stillwater, and I th- I think that would just be, you know, it would be huge for me and my family mm-hmm. to kind of get to reconnect with him, hopefully while he's here, and and have a a, a big concert that you know people would absolutely go crazy over in Stillwater. That would shut this place down. You bet. <laughs> you shut bet. the entire town down. They'd probably bet. shut the state down, actually. Right. It might. Yeah. It might. So. I have... Um, I, I, before I came to Oklahoma, I mean, I wasn't, didn't really know what country music was and definitely didn't know who Garth Brooks was. And a friend of mine in high school was like, you don't listen to this guy? And I'm like, I have no idea what country music is in general. Who, you know? And he was always a fan. His dad was a fan. And then we got... Uh, I got to see... Garth when he came to Oklahoma City mm-hmm. um, and I was like one of the late shows so we didn't get home till 4am because he didn't start till midnight uh, and I was just like how does he do it and then I I guess Garth is playing in Ireland next September wow. and I text my friend back home I said you better take I said if you ever want to buy your dad a really good Christmas present you should get these tickets mm-hmm. and then he texts me back two days later he goes oh we were all going yeah. like the whole family's going to Ireland just yeah. to see Garth like, That's- it's amazing that someone from Wales who I grew up with has that connection as well right, right? Yeah. you know it's, it's Will White and to know that you know he he came here he played across the street you know he he sold items from here went to OSU it's it's amazing and, and you yes. have that you know a, a really cool relationship yeah. you know to our memories of it as well of him just you know starting or fighting in Dixon yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah is, right so yeah it's 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 amazing we feel we feel blessed for sure yeah we've had a lot of you know great opportunities to meet great people and and it's not just the famous people it's right. you know, ordinary people that come in here that are mm-hmm. you know, Oklahomans are a little different breed I think so yeah. it's just we're, we feel real lucky I did um this week I did one of my um well depending on when this goes out I did a one of my house tours with a guy named uh, Pish Patel and he came him and his wife met at OSU and you know he, and he's a he went on to do um, animation for Toy Story all the Disney stuff and uh, he owns a winery now because he said he had to sign a very strict non-compete that if he ever touches a computer again that's a, that kind of ruins his non-compete but um, you know just someone like that who, who you know his son's at OSU now you know and that's just awesome. you know like most people don't know who he is because he's just like a, it's, I, I'm not going to say he's a nerd but like he was a very 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 talented tech guy mm-hmm. Um and you know his son's doing sociology at OSU, and, and just great. you know, just that kind of reach, right? And and many guests have been on the podcast. Um, Stephen Vaconi was a previous Pete, 
um, going to hopefully uh, have. I mean, less who was, you know, the less uh, less Brown who the what's it called the 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 guy on the microphone of the games less or oh, you know uh, oh, um, less has been on a few times and I can't remember less's last name is why do we don't know that he's hilarious yeah, by the way yeah. um, was it Larry Reese no no his name uh, his name's Less he's okay. awesome gotcha. uh, but he's the one who's on the microphone of the games and gotcha. you know just. Uh, I didn't when you said when I was thinking when we when we met you know how many OSU kind of related people have I interviewed and I couldn't think of any and yeah. now I'm like I've interviewed like 15 you Good. just don't you just you know forget you about forget it about but it, yeah. um, you know the the amount of people that have ties to you know the small town mm-hmm. in this state you know that, that go worldwide it's you know it is really impressive yeah six degrees of separation aren't far from here for, for sure. sure yeah for sure I, and i know you and i talked and we the more we talked we probably could figure out somebody that Definitely. we know that yeah. we have no know somebody in common yeah. with, so anyway. finishing up then uh, obviously you know you said you you might be coming close to to you know kind of handing on the band to the family or whoever wants it um would you in retirement you don't strike me as someone who just wants to sit around no. right no. would there ever be a return bagel shop or, or a coffee shop or something just to kind of keep you going I would say never say never but at, at food business is tough yeah. it, it's stressful and I'm probably going to be looking for less stress in my okay. life if I had to guess I've been doing this retail thing for 25 years now and it's yeah. it's uh, I mean it it's it's a great business don't get me wrong but it yeah. I mean it's stressful there's a lot of sleepless nights and I think the reason we've been successful is because we care yeah. and so anytime we have a you know a mess up that you know you lose sleep over it so mm-hmm. it's it's not easy but um, um, you know I, I, I think me and my wife would just love to travel I mean we um, we've done a lot of traveling this year my daughter is actually on the palm team for mm-hmm. OSU so uh, it's been a great excuse for me to go to almost yeah, all the yeah. out of town football games this year and get mm-hmm. to see and meet and new people and different people and yeah. um, it, uh, and so we really enjoy traveling and I think that's what we'll probably end up doing yeah definitely so. well mate thanks so much for having me I really appreciate it thanks for um, coming to see us appreciate that yeah I'm excited for people to hear the story and, and you know come in and and if they're coming in here, you, they can ask for you, I guess, just to see who you are and meet sure, you, right? Sure, sure. But there's plenty of guys out there and girls who will take care of you when you come to the store. And uh, uh, for everyone listening, I'll post a link to the social media and the website as well in the description. You can go right there and buy some stuff. And uh, I guess let's go win a ball game, right? Go That's Pokes. right. Go Pokes. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on instagram for daily updates at oklahoma hof thank you for listening we are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories for more great oklahoma content follow this is oklahoma on facebook and instagram